the Snapchat. Woo! Is that kind of neat? Now recording. Bop, 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 the bot. Recording, yeah. Craig. So the last dance, I think uh, it's been pretty sweet so far. What's been your, do you think, the most interesting one each, like, so far, like, the, for you guys? Uh, I loved episode three, the Robin episode. Yeah, the Robin yeah that was really good. I, I really like the I first just, one where you see first George. Good, really good, too. I thought that was cool. I like the Phil oh, yeah. Jackson part. That was really cool. Yeah, Phil J- talking about doing, like, hallucinogenics and shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, the craziest thing about the Phil Jackson episode, in my opinion, was that ev- with how many different personalities were on the team, that everybody kind of bought into him, though. Like, he's... He's kind of an interesting guy that you'd assume a lot of those personalities would not really kind of embrace that. His whole Native American hallucinogenic type vibe, but he got everybody on board. He gets every superstar on board with that. I just thought it was kind of funny that he, he sort of explained it as he had to have this background in Native American philosophy to understand that Dennis Rodman was an odd guy. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's pretty obvious. That's and he, true. I saw a quote today that said, uh, "Interviewing him, I think it was from the director. Interviewing him was like a feral interviewing a feral cat." Oh, I'm sure you've seen the the first take where it's like him talking about Draymond Green. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's like, I have to, I have that green board eating out my hand. Hey, right, listen, to him, listen, keep on straightening your teeth, boy. Listen to your mama. I didn't really like him as much before because I didn't know nearly enough about him. But now, like seeing the inside scoop, he's pretty fantastic, dude. He was like J.R. Smith times a thousand, except for he was intelligent. Yeah, my opinion of him, my opinion of he, him, totally. He changed. averaged like fifteen rebounds a game. Like he yeah, was insane yeah, for his whole career. Yeah. And he was only like, he had a what, thirty-four like six, rebound game, six-eight, oh, bro. Yeah. yeah, I was actually six, really eight. interested in hearing how he like when he was in one of the interviews when he was describing how he got good at rebounding. That was like, listen, like you know, listening to where the ball is going, like based on how it hits the rim. I was like, that's actually, you know, he's like such an interesting guy to talk about, but he is a good basketball mind. Like it was like oh, yeah. an interesting, I don't know. Yeah, he's just focused on it. He just focused on that one aspect of it. Yeah, he became the best at it. The crazy thing, too, is I've been seeing on Instagram and Reddit all these crazy stat lines of his. There, I think it was a five-game streak or three out of five games or something, and he had over 20 rebounds and zero points. Yep. Insane. Like, damn, son. He, was like, he has, like, multiple 25-plus rebound games. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. I know. It's, it's ridiculous. I thought it was also – Super interesting to hear about him growing up, too. He was like one of 40 children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's insane. Man. That's a lot. Got kicked yeah. out. Exactly. And how he, like, he was talking about how he could have gotten into drugs or all that. And he literally just, like, sat in his chair and just watched it, the world going on around him. Have oh. you guys seen the Dennis Rodman 30 for 30? No. Oh, uh, that's, that's, that's a good one in, in its own right. That's worth that's watching for watch, sure. Yeah. Also, I didn't realize uh, that he played for the Spurs as well. Yeah, for like half, like a season and a half or something. Yeah, Nick put it perfectly. Popovich was like, I don't want to deal with that. 
Yeah, it didn't work with him. Because Popovich is one of those other incredible coaches, but unlike Phil Jackson, Phil Jackson, like, he he gets everybody to buy into his system. But I feel like Popovich, it's you're either a fit or you're not a fit. Joe, you know what it is? It's like Pep and uh, what's his name? Klopp. Pep is Popovich. Klopp is uh, Jackson. This documentary also just like shows how undervalued Pippen was for like, what was it six, seven years? Oh, yes. that contract? Oh, for sure. Unbelievably underpaid. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I love that Jerry Krause is like the, uh, the carol of the last dance. The roasting of Jerry Krause. He really is. Lazy eye. Yeah, he's terrible. <laughs> I'm going to have to lower the rim. You want to shoot hoops with this, Jerry? Yeah. What up, Jerry? Diet pills? <laughs> I thought I yeah. thought Jordan would have been like, yo, Jerry, we're running a new play in your name. Lazy eye. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what Pippen like, said to him on the bus when he started going off on him. Oh, yeah. I wish they'd mic that up. Yeah, that must have been something else. The thing that kind of shocked me, though, is how they didn't just take care of Pippen with that contract. You know, it they yeah. could have just made everything go away by tossing him another couple million dollars. And with how much money they brought in. From from what they were saying, I mean, he definitely deserved but from what he always said to everyone, is like, you don't have to sign this big of a contract, but once you do, you're stuck in. Then a lot of people probably on the team would have been asking to renegotiate their contracts. That's someone. true. Not to his extent, like he deserved more, no doubt. But then everyone else, I'm like, oh, could I get like an extra like two hundred thousand, like stuff like that? Everyone would have been renegotiating. It was definitely key to their success, but uh, unfortunate for him. Oh yeah. yeah. The thing though is, they could have helped him out on the back end with like a bigger bonus, I guess, yeah. when they won the the championships. Yeah. Or if you made an All Star yeah. team or defensive first team, you should have gotten. Big, I don't. Big bonus. I don't know like the history of the different contracts and stuff back then, if they had as much incentives and performance bonuses and stuff along those lines. So it's just crazy to me that, that Jerry Krause was so willing to let the whole thing self-destruct. Yeah. That's, that is crazy to me. He just wanted to be part. They put it perfectly in the documentary. He just wanted to be, you know, in the limelight taking credit because everybody else got credit and nobody liked him. (laughs) (laughs) But he's definitely painted as like a super villain, just like Carol Baskins is painted as super villain. And most uh, definitely, like it was exaggerated, I feel like a little bit. He's still, yeah, a, a little. He did it. He did put together a good team. Like that's the yeah. thing that oh. needs to be remembered. Like, yeah. and what he started off as like a baseball scout or something like that. Yeah, like, that's pretty yeah. good translating over to the NBA. So, but yeah, he's definitely kind of well. But it is weird that like, I guess he and he is the villain in some ways, just because like it didn't seem like anybody else would have willingly blown up that team. Like, like, why do you do like, to me, it's, I am, we haven't gotten there yet. And I'm sort of excited to see what happens. Like, and interested, like, I just can't understand why you like, why you blow up that team. Like, I like, like, you know, with the warriors or like the heat or some of the teams nowadays, like it's the players that blew them up. But like, I, I don't see why the GM blows up a team that is the most popular thing in the, like the most popular thing in the sports world, if not one of the most popular things in the world. Must have been, must have been like the worst working environment of all time. I'm just for Jerry Krause, but like, I imagine it was absurdly intense. The personalities were somewhat hard to mix. It's not like the Spurs where everyone sort of just accepts their role. Yeah, I agree with Liam there, but I also think, the that Jerry Krause was kind of enticed by the deal 
the idea of if he built another good team and won another championship, he'd get recognized way more. Yeah. I, th- like he, sure. I think he was also thinking like, if I can do this once I can do it again. And if I do it yeah. again, then I'm the greatest GM of all time. Yeah. I think it was, I think there's a lot of blame put on him and he's a good portion of blame, but it's, it's primarily the owner because the owner could have easily just, Brian Storch, gotten, yeah. yeah, he could have easily gotten someone to replace him if he was really unhappy with the way things were going. I think mm-hmm. he secretly worked with him, like saying, like, uh, I think this organization's big enough where we can still profit a good amount even without them. Like, I'm willing to risk it in order to uh, not have to pay these guys these big contracts. Um, I think we will be able to still draft people. I think it was both of them in a sense, but I think the owner was primarily thinking, like, oh, they've already made this franchise big enough. I think we'll be set for the future. Michael Jordan's contracts were getting huge. Oh, yeah. He yeah. was making like how much players are making now. Yeah. Yeah. Back when that the league average was yeah. way less. Yeah. I think what was a mat like a the like, top tier contract for them then? I'm trying to think of like what a Carl. I think it was like ten. I mean, it was like, like it was much. like Scotty's contract in '92 for like a lot of guys. You know, like. I'm, I'm that, trying to, like I'm trying to think yeah. of, like what a Patrick Ewing or a David Robinson was making right then. Well, Jordan. I mean, what did Jordan make in '98? Like thirty million or something. He's like 30, I think it's 36. Yeah, he's like, 36. like 36. It was a lot. I think, what's the most right now? I was like as much as everyone else on the team. Yeah, of course. Yeah, like, Patrick like, Ewing yeah. averaged about 4 million a year. That's it, uh, man. Yeah, well, that was like, that was what Pippen's contract was. No, yeah. Pippen was, I mean, he was making like 2 million or something. Um, That's true. Hold on. Jordan was bringing in that money. Dan and I were kind of talking about it before, but it was so interesting to see how Jordan was like the first international icon as technology kind of bloomed. Yeah. Because he was kind of pushing the boundaries of fame back then. Because there wasn't social media, obviously. He was probably the biggest like worldwide athlete. I think he was one of the biggest worldwide stars. Yeah, that's for sure. The 92 Olympics definitely does a bit, does a lot for that. The biggest one is, oh, I mean... I'm trying to compare. I think if social media was as big now, then I think he would have surpassed Ronaldo, maybe, might, maybe. But Ronaldo right now is probably the biggest worldwide one. I think the only people in the same tier as him back then were probably like Michael Jackson. Um, I'm was trying Tiger to think Woods of like was that, was that Tiger Woods in that category. Whatever. I Tiger Woods in the late yeah, '90s. Yeah, he yeah. was. Yeah, he was in that category. And I mean, they were they were like best friends. Oh yeah. Charles Barkley's sure take that. on that was very interesting. Who 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 else would you say was in that same same level in terms of like other of like celebrity industries? Yeah, back then, hmm. wasn't Madonna huge and stuff like that? Madonna as as, definitely, yeah. Yeah, as far as athletes go, maybe like I don't know if David David Beckham was probably pretty young then. Uh, yeah, uh, Zidane was. Zidane no, was big. a little before Zidane. Ronaldinho and Ronaldo, Brazilian Ronaldo, right? Yeah, was maybe Ronaldinho? like Ronaldinho, Ronaldinho was kind of more early two thousands, like mid two thousands. When did when did Pele come over to America to play? Uh, I think that was eighties, right? Late eighties or nineties. Yeah, that's sort of like when everyone over here discovered him, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when soccer started to become a thing here. Yeah. Who were there in terms of tennis players back then? 90s? Yeah. Oof. Um, it's like Andre Agassi, uh, Pete Sampras. 
Hmm. Um, yeah, they they were they're big, but John McEnroe like yeah, tail end of that. John McEnroe, yeah, <laughs> Got it. Man. I like John. Johnny, yeah, Mack. Pete Sampras. Yeah, but he it was really unprecedented. The oh yeah, levels of fame. Who were the big football players of that time and baseball too? Oh, nineties. Deion Sanders, uh, Michael Irvin, Troy Aikman. Baseball was uh, Joe Montana. Baseball, Derek Jeter was big in the late, getting big in the late 90s. By 99, he was yep. big. Um, before that, the Braves. Barry Bonds. Rotation, Barry Bonds was really big. Roger Clemens. Uh, I guess, yeah, I guess those were those were the real famous folks. Those are, and the folks you hear about now, too. Like the Braves rotation, Roger Clemens and Barry Bonds. And Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire, too. All on oh, Ar- I'd say Arnold Palmer uh, oh, was, yeah. as, like, as a golfer. For sure. He retired in like 1992, I think. He really, he always looks older on the, on the drink. I feel like he's like 90 on the drink. Oh, he, no, he played until like his late forties though. Oh, okay. It's kind of crazy to think that these guys were all huge, but marketability wise, I don't think anyone's going to reach the Jordan brand. Like that's huge. No, Tiger Woods did. But like not no, I know like he did, but I meant like that actual brand of shoes is like its whole separate market. Oh yeah, yeah. I feel like Tiger Woods was the closest though. Oh yeah, no, he whenever anyone else like Charles Barkley talks about being with both of them and he's like it was pretty much the same. Like they were on another status compared to yeah. everyone. Just because they did so well outside of their sport, yeah. Marketing their sport oriented yeah. apparel or equipment or whatever. They're just charismatic, they were cool. They were cool. That's true. Yeah. And they're just serial winners. Everybody <laughs> yeah. likes a serial winner who's just completely dominant. That's not true. People don't like Everyone hates serial winners after a while. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's turned yeah. out poorly for both of them for sure. They're like over competitive nature. No, but I think during the moment, like, yeah, yeah people definitely. appreciate it for sure. It's definitely like amazing. People definitely want to watch it. I think people revere George. People definitely revere those kinds of people, but they don't love them like they love like LeBron. I think that's why LeBron gets so much goat talk, is because he he's just beloved. Yeah, and also the thing is, in the age of social media, he's just involved in everything too. Yeah, exactly. And you just hear about everything that he does. That's why I think this is, it's good for the the Bulls and stuff and all those players back then. Because it is as close as our generation is ever going to get to actually being there and seeing yeah, it happen yeah, and unfold. Because yeah. it's a completely different perspective. And Dan and I were talking about it the other day. That while it's going on, I mean, looking back on it in hindsight, we're like, oh, yeah, it's the Bulls super team. You know, the best team of all time. But while it was happening, you know, they, you didn't know if they were going to win the next game. You didn't know if they were going to win the championship the next year Mm -hmm. it was up in the air like there are still big competitors in the nba during that time it wasn't like they're a lock i mean they might have been favorites but nobody knew it was going to go on for six years i think by the end of the first three p it was somewhat expected and i think that has something to do with why jordan left unless you think it's like a secret suspension kind of conspiracy theory thing but I think by that time he just realized that there was no competition left, and he he was just kind of done. Yeah, that third year, but 
that uh because that was what they talked about in the newer ones today that third year yeah. was definitely the most like dominant like that that seemed like the most dominant one thus far i don't they haven't gotten to the 96 team yet but uh yeah i mean i haven't seen those two episodes yet but also i mean i think there if he did get into some sort of like gambling trouble and it was a secret suspension that wouldn't be out of character either no i don't i don't disagree with you I think that's. I mean, maybe it, like betting on he, himself or something to win. Yeah, doing something like Pete Rose. Line. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's totally within character and the NBA. Even though he is the icon, like they still have to take some sort of action. Yeah, that's something. I, I, that's definitely something I like about it. And like watching these two, like the two new episodes, and like also all of them, like. Michael Jordan, you know, people say he's like, and I, and I said it last week sort of as a negative, and now I don't think it's, I'm I'm like, I like reversed my stance after watching the episodes this week of like, you know, Michael Jordan wasn't the best dude, but he never set out to be. He set out no. to be the best basketball player. Yeah. That's all he wanted to do. Like exactly. that, like, yep. and you revere like, him for accomplishing his goals and like, you know, uh, and like, but he didn't, you know, he didn't want or ask to do anything else. Like he no. just wanted to be the best basketball player. Yeah, Pippen said all all Mike wanted was respect and money. <laughs> yeah. So that's what he got too. <laughs> I think yeah, it's, as Liam was saying before, the whole go talk thing. Like LeBron is a better role model overall, and I think mm-hmm. that's why people are like, oh man, like he's done so much and stuff like that. But just looking at stats and from what pe- other players were saying, how he dominated the game, it's not really a discussion between the two. Like, if you want to talk statistics, they're they're in line with each other. But if you're talking about like being able to win and just like dominating finals, like there's not even a discussion. Yeah, impact on an individual. It's the attitude, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just the mentality. Yeah, it's, it's his. I think this the documentary is showing like in a better way how Michael Jordan was able to make things a one, literally make it a one man game. Like it just he would score every time down the floor, and it just there was nothing you could do. Yeah, he it was just so much better than everybody else. Yeah. Well, the thing that I think that a lot of people completely uh, disregarded or maybe just didn't even know about was how much, how instrumental he was into building up Dennis Rodman and Scottie Pippen, not necessarily in a basketball sense, but in like a personal sense and like helping them mature oh, for sure. grow as people. Because you never really saw that side of things. And I think that's what LeBron gets a lot of credit for is you know, making his teammates better. That's and I true. Think a lot of people completely overlook that fact about Jordan. Well, I think they there's sort of a a narrative that seems like it's not like it's not true, but they're because he's not necessarily the nicest dude to when you when he's competing against you. Like there's sort of this narrative that he might not be the best teammate, but like he was probably he was a great teammate. It seems mm-hmm. like uh, he was a rough teammate, but yeah, you know, he'd tell he'd be straightforward. He wasn't going to sugarcoat anything. Yeah, he'd, he'd be hard on you, but he was pushing you to your limits every single time. Yeah, yeah he didn't work with every personality. Like some guys kind of cracked under him, but if yeah. if you're willing to work at his level, then you're going to get the best out of yourself. Jimmy Butler kind of has a s- similar mindset. I feel. Yeah. Yep. And you can see that with you know how things turned out and. Minnesota as opposed to Miami. Oh yeah, no, I think as a team player, his attitude like Butler's, and then if you look at him as when he's in a game, Westbrook's the closest to him right now. No, it, it was definitely Kobe. <laughs> yeah, Kobe, Kobe was the closest. Kobe but... was the closest. 
Because oh, Westbrook can't no, shoot said, to yeah. save his life. Like no, that's not that's not about it. But it's about the attitude towards the game and like how you react during the game. Yeah, yeah. He does have the Westbrook does have the same sort of drive and he he doesn't have the, going a hundred percent all the time. Yeah, he doesn't have that kind of switch where he knows when to like make different kind of decisions. Sometimes he just tries to take on the whole game by himself when he's not really feeling it. And I feel like Jordan would sometimes make, suss it out a little bit better. Yeah, I think the difference is Jordan can turn it on and Westbrook can never turn it off. And also, I just think also the, the defense it, today oh, doesn't no. allow that for like for Westbrook to dominate like that kind of. Oh, he would have been physical, and if he was able to play in an era like that, yeah, they would have fit. Oh yeah. In a good well, the way. only reason been, Westbrook can't. Do- what what do you mean, Liam? He would have been able to be like all. I think he would have been all, all defensive first team or second. Well, team. I just think with with. with are you saying he'd be I mean, a better defender, or are you saying like because of the defense he can't, the current defense, what Russ can't be as dominant? I think I think offense was a lot more based around attacking the rim and mid range shots back in the day, which uh, we that, that, that might yeah, actually that he'd, he'd be fine in the nineties. Yeah, he'd be pretty good. I feel just because of how athletic and strong he is. I think the way he his aggression is like a, him on the defensive end would have worked better than too because he's someone who likes to like kind of nip him and like Patrick Beverly those kind of guys where they nip at you that's like what he was back then. Mm-hmm. I feel like Russ could hang with the guys though, and Patrick Beverly would get bodied. Oh, he would no doubt, and Patrick Beverly isn't is isn't as uh, offensively close to offensively as good as Russ is. Mm-hmm. But I feel like someone like Kawhi would have fit that. Um, Giannis, because the way he just played, Giannis would have been great then too. Yeah, yeah. Giannis uh, I think LeBron would have fit in the nineties really oh, well. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I think there's a- anybody who is great is going to be any great. of the great players now would be great in any other era. It's just a matter of like the matchups with person to person, and I think that the mentality, like the Michael Jordan mentality, will would crush LeBron. I do think that, like, even if they had equal level teams. I think just like LeBron can't kick into that, you know, oh, well, you've all seen, or nothing. You've seen LeBron. I don't know. There's a few games that come to mind. Like, dude, he that, lost to Dirk. He lost to Dirk. You can't no, lose that, to Dirk. No, that. Yeah, that I mean, look, he got to the to that stage earlier than Jordan did. I understand, and, but it's and, Dirk. Uh, <laughs> there's just I don't know. There's a few games where like some of these 50 point games. I mean, if you just think the the 45 point game in Game Six of 2012, like if in, in the Eastern Conference Finals against the Celtics, he he drops 45 in TD Garden and completely takes over the game, scores in the fourth quarter, and because the Heat were down three two, if they lose that game, that's it for anyone talking about LeBron as like it, even being mentioned in the same class as a guy like Michael Jordan. Right at that point, that would be you know, they would have formed the super team. They would have lost the first two years of their suit, not one, not two, not three super team. It would have been, you know, it would have been over. Like nobody would have revered him in the same way. And so to me, like, I, I mean, I just remember watching the game and I remember watching 2018 game one, the, the J.R. Smith game. And it's hard for me to say that he doesn't have an all or nothing mentality when you watch those games. Yeah, but he, he can turn it on for a burst. Jordan could turn it on for a series. That's, I, don't know. I that's think fair. LeBron's. 2016 final series is more impressive than any single series Jordan had. Which the the final series against the the Warriors. Do you, do you the mean 73 the game Warriors. Series. 
The well, the I mean, just the series against the seventy-three win Warriors. Uh, but he coming lost, back from the three-one down. Lost, nah. but yeah, but he lost those three games. Like he, I don't know if that yeah, would have been he happening. He didn't lose him. Kevin Love, Kevin Love, and Kyrie Irving struggled. I know he was still like thirty points a game, ten rebounds. Yeah, he had he was, yeah that great. game six, he was crazy. He, he had a good, he had a good game, but I think people completely underrate that Cavs team. That Cavs team was pretty stacked. That was a good team. Uh, Kevin Love was underperforming. He was underperforming. underperforming. That was a pretty good team, though. That was a stacked. Team. He was averaging like twelve points a game on like thirty percent shooting from the three. Like I understand, we're looking on it, at, looking at it in hindsight, but that was a Kevin Durantless Warriors. That's true. No, that was. I mean, well, seventy-three window. I yeah, understand that, is- that, but that's because the that was just the perfect storm of the league had no clue how to deal with the Warriors. Nobody knew how to deal. Yeah, with them. I mean, the next two years, it just it didn't work the same. Even though the team was so much better with Kevin Durant. They were so much more dominant. It just didn't work the same because they kind of caught the league, everybody, every other team with their pants down because nobody knew how to defend. What do you mean it didn't work the same? I mean, they were – weren't they undefeated in the playoffs until, like, they played the Cavs? No, it didn't work the same in the regular season, I'm saying. Yeah, but they weren't trying in the regular season. That was when that started. Yeah, I know, but the team was so much better. Adding Kevin Durant just makes the team that much better, but – I'm just saying, the t- the league overall adapted to that style of play. I'm I wouldn't After I two years of it. That. How so? Every because, other team because they mowed in 2017 and 18. They mowed through the playoffs like it wasn't even a, a remote challenge, right? Yeah, Who, like the Warriors. LeBron, the Warriors. First game where they almost lost was like the only. The, oh, the, well, there was the Rockets. Yeah. The Rockets were there, but and the Thunder. They almost lost yeah. to the Thunder. That's yeah, they were three one down to the Thunder. They weren't mowing down anyone. That's the 2016 year. 2016 was the year of everyone just slipping up. I don't think. 2016, they were down to the Thunder. In 2017, they almost lost to the Rockets. In 18, I don't think they had any problems. 18, what are you talking about? When 2018 was. 18 was when they swept the Cavs. That was the J.R. Smith game. That was. When the, no, they, they they were close. They they almost lost the Rockets there too because I remember yeah. that's when Chris Paul got injured again. Did they? Did the Rockets take him to seven games twice yeah. or no? Yeah, they took him to seven games twice. No, I don't know. Uh, if that's I think no, they, they took him to six games the second year. They took him to seven games the first year. Oh, they did. Yeah, okay. I think that's right. Because the and first it was five year, years last year. Oh no, no, you're right. I thought the Rock yeah. made the Rockets. What they got two games up or something? They were like two one up. I forget what it was. It was something like that. Yeah, there, there are two games. There are two games. Two to one. Was, no, I think it was three. They went, I got it up here. Right three here, if you two, want it. right? I no, think they were on three two. Who? And when Chris Paul got hurt. Yeah, no, they, yeah. Twenty eighteen. That, that's that's correct. In twenty seventeen. No, eighteen. It's eighteen. So they won game seven. They won seven games both. They won seven games. Oh, so in wait, seventeen was the uh, the finals where LeBron came back three one down. Then no, right? that's 16. no twenty sixteen. So both years, okay. seventeen and eighteen, they both won seven games. I'll hold on. Let me check it. I'm, I got it up right now. Um, no, they didn't play the Rockets in seventeen. In, in seventeen, the yeah, Warriors in the seventeen in seventeen, the Warriors mowed down everyone. They won four zero, four zero, four zero, and four one. That's the Spurs with Kawhi, though. That was the first Kawhi game. Kawhi got injured it by Zaza. A- <laughs> Dude, they were up thirty points. 
Yeah, it's good. They, yeah, they would have. It probably would have been like well, a four and two. Like Thirty points down. Teams get blown out in the playoffs. That happens. Like they probably not, not when Kawhi's still on the court. Four, probably four two series. They would have won that. Yeah, it wouldn't I have been agree. a sweep. Yeah, after after you sweep a team, sometimes you come in and you just drop the first game, and then it's it's not even a contest anymore. Oh no! I still the Warriors would have won that even with Kawhi, but I think it would have been a longer yeah. series. I, yeah, I agree. I mean, they wouldn't have gone undefeated up until the finals. Yeah, I'm not saying the Spurs would have beat them. Still, they lost one game. I I call that mowing over. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You got to look at it like that. But they also what? Who'd they lose from the season before? And then they added Kevin Durant. Yeah, no, it's I, that's exactly. what I'm saying. Yeah. It was a good team, and, no, 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 I, no. and I'm saying nobody figured out how to defend it. I yeah. mean, you could you couldn't. That team wasn't yeah. defendable. It was, the, it wasn't. Steph, the Steph, the reason they went out and got Kevin Durant is because they got figured out. No, they got no, they got exposed for their weak. They got exposed for their weak mentality. No, I think they got figured out because the rest of the league started to emulate it. Because that's when that's, the rest yeah. of the league started buying up three and D guys like it was no tomorrow. Like the entire atmosphere of the league shifted after uh, the 2016 finals, and then every single team was all about just three pointer, three and D guys. Like three and D guys, like Danny Green became like the hottest commodity in the entire league. That's true. Really so much transcend three and D though. Like Clay but, Thompson isn't just a three and D guy; he's the second greatest shooter of all time. I know, but when it when you like boil it down to the basics of it, it's three and D. Yeah, it's boys being able to do it on both ends at a pretty good rate. I think Rockets are more fast-paced three and D than the Warriors are. I think the Warriors are a system built around Steph Curry's playmaking ability and Klay Thompson's shooting ability, and then the ISO ability of no, Kevin Durant but, eventually. But the Rockets aren't really even three and D. They're just let's see if we can outscore yeah. you. The Warriors actually had a defense. The Rockets well, actually really had a defense. Shooting three pointers and layups, and then having elite. Or like guys who can switch on to any player on defense. Because I think Steve Kerr still tries to instill like we had to come back, we had to win the defensive end. But what's his name on the Rockets? What um, Mike D'Antoni is literally his goal is to try to outscore the other team, just score as many points, and hopefully, we'll, at the end of the game, we'll score more than the other team. I think Harden's the only player on the Rockets who doesn't play hard defense. No, I, I'm not saying hard defense, but they're not. Their whole team isn't structured with really good defenders. I'd say. PJ Tucker's not bad. Good defenders. Uh, Robert Covington's a good addition, but it's not like they have like that guy who runs the deep, like who controls it. Like uh, the Lakers, Anthony Davis organizes it. A pretty elite, elite defender at this point. He can guard one through five pretty easily. PJ Tucker. Oh uh, no, but he isn't yeah. like the organizer. Like he's a one. Like he can guard most positions, but he isn't like the guy organizing other people like to get in position and stuff like that. He doesn't have that pull on that team. Right, but I, I I don't know. I just see him as like an ultimate sort of well, like three and D. Player. You're right. Player. Then Rokas and Eric Gordon. I don't know. Just a lot of these super long defenders who just. I just I felt like the them. whole Warriors team bought into like playing defensively. It was like Gordon. You got the, That's because the thing is the the Rockets kind of match up like every person has their own defensive role in the sense of they just like match up with a player like on when we're playing pickup or something. You know, you just like pick a guy and you're like, all right, I'm marking this guy. But the Warriors, it was more like a soccer defense where if somebody got by, you always knew who was going to have your back and who was going to be the second switch or whatever like that. It was much more organized and like tactical, I feel, than the Rockets who are just kind of 
isolated matchups on defense. And while they're oh, the- yeah, that's not- that's what I, I think they sort of transcend three and D is because it, it's a, it's all system. The reason Kerr was so instrumental in it was the fact that he got everybody to buy into a system of defense as opposed to just being individual players. They didn't have any egos on, on the team at the time. Exactly. I don't know. Harrison Barnes was really the only guy I ever saw was just a three and D player. Oh, dude, Iguodala? Iguodala's great three and D. Iguodala, too. Iguodala, yeah. And, uh, but just those did they have I mean, David West at the time? David West ain't bad. Well, David West isn't a great defender. He's he's mostly just a like, he's rim protector. He's he was just uh, like just stand around, not rim protector as in he gets blocks, but just be around the rim to try to shake someone up because he's a big body. Yeah, he's a good def- good defender in the paint for sure. Yeah, not even like I'm saying he's skilled as in more like he's just a big body. Like uh, I'm trying to think who's another player kind of like, like a Bo- I don't know with Bo- Bogut just because you're a big body like a Nurkic where as long as you're just a big kind of guy, it just intimidates whoever's come to the basket. It's hard to finish. Yeah, for sure. I think when you boil it down to the essence of it, though, like after the 2016 finals, every team, the response of every team was to basically try to create what the Warriors did by just using the three ball as efficiently, effectively as possible. Oh, yeah. And having like small ball defense, I guess, or a small ball lineup. Like, that became the new league norm. No doubt. Yes, the small ball definitely is now, like, positionless basketball is the big thing. Who was playing mega small ball this year? Was it the Rockets? Rockets Somebody was playing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. They had all all five players are under, like, six, eight. Yeah. yeah. That worked out for Russ, though. Russ is, was thriving oh, he was in sick. that system. Yeah, he that was a cool lineup. That was a, that was yeah, a they won game. against the Lakers. I was like, how did the Lakers let that happen? Lakers yeah. got JaVel McGee and you got Anthony Davis. You're losing to a team with no one taller than 6'8"? Come on. <laughs> and Dwight oh, Howard. Guys. Again, it just seems like in the playoffs, they're going to fall apart. Oh, the Rockets? Ooh, the Rockets, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they I, just I don't think, keep it up. I, I like him as a team. I think what Westbrook's been really fun to watch. I think Harden, when he's on his game, of course, is going to destroy a team. His inconsistencies in the playoffs is always what hurts him. But they're not good enough to beat the Clippers or the Lakers in a, in a seven-game series, I think. What did you guys think about the Clippers going into the playoffs? I like them a lot. I just think they didn't get enough playing time altogether throughout the season, where I think like they're definitely a lock for me. Yeah, that worries me. Like They only yeah. had like 10 games with yeah. the starting five altogether. I don't know any team that's won the finals doing that. Another thing is, I was curious to see if they – that was just like as good as they were, or if they could turn it on. Oh yeah. no, they turned yeah. it like, on I was, I was, games. I was kind of curious of whether or not they could like turn it on, and once they got to the playoffs, if they would, because it seemed, I think, like at least when we, me and Nick and TJ went and saw the Lakers or the Clippers rather uh, versus the Celtics, it seems like they didn't turn it on. Well, that, like, that, and that was a big matchup, too. Paul George also had a horrible game that game. That's true. And he got injured or something. Yeah. That, see, Paul George, is the, I think, is the biggest piece because him playing well dictates everything else for them. Because Kawhi's always going to play yeah, consistently. Like not gonna play off. I, I don't think Paul George is. I think he's like struggled mightily in the playoffs. Oh, I, The thing, I, though, no is doubt. when he was on Indiana, he turned it on. Yeah, yeah he, he actually nasty. had some good playoff series. He almost the beat Heat. LeBron. Yeah. Yeah, he the conference finals. The Roy Hibbert, Indiana Pacers. 
So. He's one of the nastiest dunks against Birdman. Oh my god. Oh. That oh Paul George god. dunk on him. Oh my god. But no, I think but whenever Paul George is on his game, though, he it, it's so hard for him because he's nasty on both ends. And Kawhi is going to be good almost every game. You know what you're yeah. going to get from him. Lou Wills, Lou Williams is pretty consistent typically. He's usually shooting well. If he doesn't shoot well, that's really bad for them. And then Montrezl Harrell just cleans up things for them. What do you guys think about the chemistry now? Not, not great, but I think that when it comes down to the playoffs, I feel like all those guys could man up. And even if their chemistry isn't fantastic, it would be kind of like a, a willpower thing. Like they're, they're all guys who just don't want to lose, you know, and they're willing to yeah, it didn't seem like players. Yeah. Didn't seem like chemistry really mattered much for Toronto. No, I no, I think they had a good chemistry. I think they were yeah. all already yeah. good together. Fred and then they, I, I, in, I just uh, remember that one video of Kawhi like denying the dude a, a fist bump in the hallway. I think oh, yeah. the difference though is that the Clippers kind of everybody is more I don't know a loner as opposed to on Toronto. It was Toronto Kawhi. plus Kawhi. Yeah, like Toronto yeah. seemed like the team chemistry on that team is really good because like this team. year they've been doing incredible, and I think a lot of that has to. <laughs> that was just some gargling I heard. <laughs> your mic oh my bad my bad uh <laughs> the guys that stayed definitely bought in oh yeah oh yeah, yeah that, that was definitely. nick nurse being that actually a really good coach and i think surprisingly yeah all those guys just get along well together oh, there's something yeah. to be said about being the only team in canada as well there's kind of yeah. like a brotherhood there and oh. pascal siakam is is getting better like he's, oh yeah he's a good yeah, like, he's getting good did you guys hear uh, one of the story? The story Nick Nurse said to the Raptors after they lost the first game of the Eastern Conference Finals. No. He was, oh he yeah. Was like, yeah. So when I was in the D League, like we 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 uh, won our first game, and then after that we crumbled. And Kawhi's like, "Bro, are you talking about the D League? I'm out of here." That's <laughs> so funny. Imagine like you're like giving this pep talk. He's like, "Bro, the D League, bro, I'm out of here." <laughs> Oh my god, that's hilarious! That's probably what motivated him when he heard D League. <laughs> yeah. Time to win this series. Oh my god, no! But I I liked the way the Lakers were playing towards the end too. They had that bad yeah. streak for a few games, and then LeBron was started turning up though. Yeah, he was they beat the else. Clippers and the Bucks in the same weekend. That yeah. was like people completely overhyped that though. Yeah, it was like way the media lashed onto that. They're like, oh, it's a title lock. I was like, okay. This is the regular season. It happened to be back-to-back. No, that didn't bother games. me as much as when they're like, the MVP is LeBron's now. I'm uh, like, you're going to discount what Giannis has been doing the uh, entire no. season? I don't know. LeBron, LeBron was had a good uh, season. Oh, LeBron's had a great he season. Was, he was it's up hard, there. It's but, hard for me to say that LeBron gets the MVP, though. Just like, like, it feels like he should just because he was robbed several times like of it. If he, you was, look back I mean, he was responsible for more uh, points than Giannis a game. No, yeah. I know that. That but Giannis big. defensively, like Giannis, Giannis defense, uh, also brings something. Dude, to he the has table. the LeBron has the ball the entire game. Yeah, he does play a lot of point, but I mean Giannis doesn't. Giannis handles the ball a ton too. I feel like that team get everybody on the Bucks gets more of a share of the ball than on the, the only, Lakers though. The Lakers get, is LeBron to Anthony Davis ninety five percent of the time, and then LeBron pat, kicking it out for a three the other five percent. 
Yeah, I mean, he gets 12 assists a game doing that. Oh, no. I, no, I'm not saying it's ineffect- It's not effective. I'm just saying that's how it, the offense runs. On the Bucks, it's yeah, no, shared, I, shared a bit more. That's true. Yeah, I've seen the Bucks in person fair. a few times. They're And they, they kind of have the ability to beat you without – granted, I've only seen them against the Wizards. You, all, but. you also got to think about this. Bucks, although they're in a little bit of a weaker conference, he's got a better record. And then he doesn't have a play. He has good, a better team around him, but he doesn't have an Anthony Davis next to him. No. He doesn't have a, any under that caliber next to him. Milton's not bad. Not, he's an all Dan, Dan, he's not even close no, to that's Anthony true. Did they have a, a better record? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they did. Okay. But, I mean – Yeah, I mean, Milton's a, Milton's a really sad – Oh, yeah. Really oh, he's, sol- he's a solid all-star. He's an all-star. He's a, yeah, he's a yeah. – He's a starter, like near starter level, if he's, not starter level all star. But he's, he's like, not. Uh, Anthony Davis is the third best player in the MVP, NBA when yeah. it comes down to. Yeah, and that, I mean, raw talent. That's why I think if if that was the series, Bucks, Bucks, Lakers, I'm thinking Lakers. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah, I think it that really depends though. Like the Bucks could win that if the rest of the pieces on the Bucks play well. Because when everybody on the Bucks yeah, is playing well, no. the biggest determination. <laughs> Is Anthony Davis's consistency that series? Because if he he's tends to go up and down typically from in big games, he either has a great game or he's no, usually not existent. I think LeBron, he'd, he'd be locked down on Giannis then. Oh yeah, he would defensively. I'm just saying offensively, he'd need to play more like bully, get in the paint, draw fouls, stuff like that. He can't settle for those yeah. mid range attempts. Yeah, yeah he true. does kind of play, start to play soft. Against he gets too comfortable. Teams. He gets too comfortable. Taking yeah. shot like mid rangers and hoping he'll make them even when he starts missing. Yeah. Him on the that's why him with Demarcus Cousins he was they were ruining people. They had that. Yeah, Mar- Demarcus yeah, Cousins had, had good cop, bad stats cop going. Exactly, they were wrecking people. He had some wild stats. Uh, I thought Demarcus game. Cousins was a better player on that team. Oh too. yeah, Demarcus Cousins was destroying on that team. It's it like 25, 12, and like five assists. He was killing it. Yeah, he was insane. It's crazy to think that he was on the Lakers. Yeah, that he never got a chance to play. Nope. I'm surprised they didn't just drop Jared Dudley's ass for him. I know. I'm so yeah. surprised they Get didn't rid of do that. Elmer Fudley. Has he played a minute? He's played like maybe probably total in the whole year. I'm guessing no more than like 20, 20 30 minutes. He's terrible. Oh, he's he. I think he's there just for like to boost morale, honestly. For sure. Which I think it's a hydration officer. Exactly. Hell yeah. Everyone needs that. But like, you're going to keep up a guy who could put now, looking in hindsight, I bet Demarcus Cousins probably could have been healthy by now if they could have used him for the playoffs. But you're going to give up a guy who, on his worst day, is definitely better than him. I just don't get it. Uh, What do you guys think of the uh, rumors the NBA coming back? I I think it's going to come back. I'd be yeah, surprised yeah, if it I, doesn't, honestly. There's not going to be – I think they'll just do the playoffs and close doors, though. Well, I think the, yeah. I think it'll be a one-site thing for the NBA. Oh, Orlando. Yeah, the MGM do it in Orlando. Like a block. That'd be strip. sick. Yeah. And then what, they said what would Disney it, why, World. Why would they ever do it in multiple sites? That's yeah. what baseball is going to do. make any sense. Baseball is going to do multiple sites, but that's also like they're in a completely different place. Like – they they're starting yeah. and wanting to play a season, and they're also like they're looking at a season where like maybe they can have some fans in October. Like they're you know, 
Yeah, baseball is not baseball is just the regular season, and also baseball there is no consistency across the stadiums. Yeah, it'd be weird if everybody sure. was playing in the in like spring training facilities in Arizona, and like it just yeah, there's a I, lot of reasons. You know why what it, I feel like if the NBA comes back, those first few playoff games are going to be some ugly. There's going to be some ugly play. <laughs> oh, for sure, going to be messing up. Just I think people it. are going to get hurt. People are oh, going to probably yeah. Yeah, I think there's going to be injuries that are going to. I think there's That's just going to be a lot of miscommunication. You know LeBron's going to be ready, though. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. If you've been watching his Instagram, he always posts workout videos. I have a feeling that they'll probably do uh, like a two-week-long training camp before oh, yeah. playoffs, though. Or yeah. they'll do yeah. like uh, a couple like regular season games as like yeah. kind of – you know how the boxers and stuff have like the warm-up bouts? Yeah. Something similar to no, that. No, they'll definitely give them training a few, like probably two weeks. Yeah, I think there's like a, they said something about like a 25 day training camp or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just because some guys didn't have access to basketball hoops. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think, like you said, it will just be one site, you know, playoffs, no fans. no fans. Maybe the finals, they'll have like their families and stuff come in. They could put them in the know. suites. That's what they were talking about. It's yeah, like they could sell the suites. Yeah. yeah, like the uh, families or whatever, like close people, you know. I, I feel like they should just – it would be cool if they just had the families of the players come. That would yeah. be sweet. That's what Las Vegas was offering. Yeah, I think that would be – Oh, if they had played in Vegas, that would have been cool. Outdoor. That's what they should exactly. do. Outdoor players. On the asphalt, of course. On the, Of, of on course. The, on the concrete. With double rims. Double rims. You can't do this on concrete. On double concrete. rims, no net. <laughs> no net, double rims, yeah. hood rules. Or chain net. Chain net. Chain net. Yeah, chain. Give me that, that switch. Chain net with uh, the like the plastic backboard. No switch. And an announcer, Joe, who only says it Irish spring green green. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, I'm. I'm thinking it will probably be back in by June, late June. I July. think the plan will be put in. We'll we'll probably around like next week or the week after. I think like around May twentieth is when you're going to start to hear these plans kind of coming into further oh, negotiations oh, yeah. with the players and stuff. What's because it, it does. They can't cancel the season. But, but Joe, you think soccer's out of the question, right? What do you mean? How funny would that be for Liverpool? Champions, Champions League is done, right? No. I don't no, think you so. think that'll come I think back? They're just gonna delay Is the it. Premier League still going to go? No, there's no point. Liverpool. Yeah, they, they, should they, should they should just they give it to Liverpool. Liverpool. Oh, what if they don't give the trophy to Liverpool? What? That would be, be the biggest robbery uh, of all time. That'd be so funny. After, after all of the slips, after all of yeah. the, near, the near wins. The curse, that would oh, be... Yeah. I would actually believe that That'd that curse is real. That would be a curse. Yeah. That would be wild. That would be. Yeah, we got to get the... What are the ghost hunters from History Channel? They, they, they handed PSG. The I think and they handed field. PSG the title like a week or two ago. Oh, really? Yeah. They, How far I, ahead there, were there was there was one league remember. they canceled and didn't name a champion. Really? That's yeah, so there dumb. was there was some was soccer the league. league. Well, I was in first, bro. Just give them the champion. Uh, yeah, I think it was the Dutch league. I think that's right. So dumb. Yeah, I saw that. That's yeah. I feel like. Uh, so I think they'll they'll continue the Champions League, just delayed it. I don't know when that will start though. Come on, Chelsea, you can win it. Everyone else will be out of shape. Oh, I see why the Dutch League didn't name a champion. There was 
it was they were tied for first and second. Oh yeah, yeah, it's hard to uh, if you can't bring games back, like what are you supposed to do? They, yeah, should, have like, had a, they should have a final game between those two teams. I would one be down. Game. That would be cool. That'd be sick. Just, just a one sense. game winner, winner takes, takes all. all. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That'd, yeah, be, that'd be that'd be intense. That would be sweet. Ix versus it would be Ix versus Az Alkmar for all those Alkmar fans. Big Alkmar. I heard Boss Dose is on that team, right, Dan? Oh yeah, <laughs> totally is. <laughs> hey, Boss Dose is cool. Was for all what one season? <laughs> yeah, he scored some goals for Wolfsburg, and that had me really into Wolfsburg. Yeah, big Wolfsburg fan. I'm excited. For one season. I'm so excited. The Bruins gonna probably leave City. I'm actually excited about that. Where uh, is he gonna go? You think he just doesn't want to be on City anymore? He said, "I can't do two years without Champions League." Yeah, I don't I know. Think a lot uh, of players are gonna leave. Are they getting a two-year ban? Yeah, two-year ban. Yeah, I bet he's. Cool. Go ahead, Nick. Sorry. Oh, I think he's gonna leave. Uh, who else? I'm trying to think of another big player on Man City. I bet Aguero will leave. Aguero, but he's. It's not like he he has many better years left in him. I say maybe yeah. three or four, three or four where he's actually playing. No, for like a good year, one good year left. Yeah. But yeah. the thing is, I don't know if he's still on a contract or or whatnot. So Jesus might want to just finish up there. I so. think Jesus will stay. Raheem might try to leave. De Bruyne will definitely try to leave. Bernardo Silva might try to leave. Gundogan. Uh, Gundogan. Ah, I I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like he's got I a pretty good situation there. Um, but definitely, I think De Bruyne will either go like Madrid, maybe like PSG if they can entice him. Something like that. Did you see that some crazy oh, rich myself. like Saudi billionaire Newcastle. bought Newcastle? If he, when did we just start buying up all these top players? Uh, dude, I guarantee you Newcastle will win a title in the next 10 years. Yeah, probably. That's how it goes. It's gonna, yeah, it's just how it goes. The influx of money. All that coin. Chelsea did it. <laughs> Man yeah. City did it. Leicester didn't do it. They did it the right way. They did yeah. do it the right way. And then their owner... But actually, they did down. get the influx of money as well. That's true. But they did it. They did, they did do it the right way. That was a big Winning games one nothing and letting Robbie Huth and Wes Morgan just play really good defense for a while. Play on <laughs> and Jamie Vardy getting getting the through ball chip cheese. Fourteen <laughs> cheddar. So he was what so fast. I remember I was watching the highlights. My God, Riyad Mahrez way too fast. Twenty sixteen was actually one of the wildest years for sports. Yeah, Leicester was, City. Yeah, Leicester sure. City watched Nick play FIFA fourteen against. <laughs> me, James, Connor, and Liam during the summer, and they're like, "All right, we're gonna model our offense around him." And then one exactly. league. <laughs> I remember I came. I remember we were talking. They were about to get relegated. And we we're like, "Wow, what a garbage team!" Next year, come out with the dub. Yep. That I was remember even- the first day. The first day of the Premier League season that year, they won, and, and I like, yeah, I sent them to a text. Stage, yeah, and I was like, "If we're going off of how things shook out last year." Whoever was in first place on the first day of the season is going to be the champs. So we better get our Leicester yeah. championship shirts. Should they put acted, a ten dollar bet on them. I know. No. I should have. Joe, we could have. You could have made what? A nice twenty grand. No, it was like fifty, I think. Yeah, if you put a ten dollar bet, <laughs> I think you would have won fifty. Oh, that would have been a nice new car. Yep. Man. Nice. Shiny place of bet. Yeah, or a, a good amount of months rent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you could ball out with that. Yeah, I'll step. Maybe I'll place a bet sometime and 
So I see the thing is, I feel like betting is a waste of money. It is. It, 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 hindsight <laughs> 2020. Sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. The probability of a Lester thing happening again is so slim. That's true. Never Part of it is like, like to be fair to like, yeah, what Lester did was impressive, but like the other teams did play, like they did really underperform. Yeah, but that's that just, just part of how oh, Chelsea definitely shot the bad. Oh, yeah, Chelsea did, Tottenham Man, did, City Man, did. You, like, no, Tottenham was actually yeah. good that season. Yeah, they Tottenham just, was, yeah, but they should have won. Like, yeah, of course. I mean, dude, Man City and uh, Chelsea should have won, like, they had way better lineup. Chelsea, that's absolute true. garbage. Man City was just hadn't gotten what all the players he quote-unquote needed yet. Yeah, he wasn't grossly Happy, overpowered yeah. yet. Yeah, he didn't buy $400 million uh, dollars worth of players yet. Was that the second Conte year, or was that the year after Mourinho's title? That was the year after Mourinho's title. Yeah. Yeah. But then they got Conte, and then they won. That. Then they got Conte, and then they won in seventeen. They got they got Conte yeah. and Conte. They got both Conte. Conte and Conte. Conte. And Conte. Yeah, so yeah, because they, yeah, they signed Conte because of the Conte, not Conte. Yeah. Uh, because of the because of the Leicester League, because he was like he was the best player on that team. Mm-hmm. And then he, he was, was the best player on Chelsea. Yeah. That's true. He's a great player. Yeah. Yeah. He's a very good player. Until sorry, put him in the wrong position, and then he didn't look like such a great player, even though he still was a great player. Plays him. That at was camp. confusing. What are you doing? The man's yeah, a workhorse. He was a terrible coach. Yeah, he was. Too yeah, bad. is he out? Man. We didn't play terribly with him, but no, he was just well, a terrible I, man. Oh man. yeah, Lampard's in now. Yeah. I mean, I like. I mean, I think Lampard's, but like, I Lampard, love the young guys. Yeah, yeah I, I love the young guys too. Mason Mount's a great player. I love uh, CHO. Yep. He's good, and then Tammy Abraham's good. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, I like yep. Tammy Abraham. I, hope they get I got to see I a hope... game this season. It was, it was a good time. Oh, nice. Who'd they play? Uh, oh, it was like Sunderland or something. It was yeah, a route. When, when did you get back from uh, the UK? I, got, I was there until like the, the 20th of January. Okay. So before all the crazy, yeah, pre-Rona. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Everything changed once the Rona virus attacked. Mm. I was there during the cats, the cats phase of uh, twenty twenty. <laughs> <laughs> I think that is also partially responsible for the coronavirus. No, no, phase no, no, probably. That's just science. Yeah, I mean, Thanks. God was angry. Thanks, James Corden. God damn, that was that was an atrocity of a movie. Yeah, I, I can't believe James went on a date to see cats. <laughs> yeah, just trying to get some pussy. Didn't mean to put that on the pod. My bad, James. Cats was the only pussy he saw that movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh. All right, anyway, I think that's a good note to end on. <laughs> oh, thanks. All righty. All right, cool. It was good talking to you boys, though. Yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely. Say hi to the family. Yeah, say hello. Well, yeah. And the four-legged cousins. Oh, absolutely. All right, see you later, Liam. See you. Later. Adios, amigos. <laughs>